millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Annie, and welcome to this week's episode of the ASOS podcast, My Big Idea. Today, we're going to be chatting to Vanessa Archer about her app, Ruby. If you need an emergency mani before a night out, or maybe a spray tan before your holiday, Ruby is a beauty concierge app that lets you book your last-minute appointments at London's best spas and salons. So here's Venetia's big idea. Hi, Venetia. How are you? Hi, very well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Um, welcome to ASOS and welcome to our lovely canteen. Thanks. It's great to be here. So um, we're going to chat a bit about your app. So can you, for anyone who hasn't heard of it, can you explain what it does and when you launched Yes, absolutely. So Ruby is a uh, beauty bookings app and concierge service. um, And we launched in London six months ago. So what we do is uh, we offer users, um, app users, the ability to make bookings at salons, spas and um, with at-home beauty therapists across London. Okay. So why, so I suppose an app, why did you choose to do like a beauty app? Why beauty? Well, so I always use sort of every app under the sun, whether it's Uber or Y Plan or Top Table. Um, I hated picking up the phone. I always needed to get my hair, my, my hair and nails done. I was always so disorganized in last minute. So I was like, I need something on the go that I can use to kind of book things on the, you know, book, book things for, you know, the next hour or next two hours. Yeah. Um, and I just thought it was, you know, so many of us use apps and we want to make these last minute decisions. So I thought it made sense to launch with an app rather than with a website. Okay, so it's kind of that like on the go, people are sort of always on the move and they want something that they can just literally do like last minute. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And sometimes, you know, I find I'm always running around London. Like today I came to your offices. I've never been here before. I actually need a manicure. Um, and Have you so booked I was, one? Have you booked a mani? Yeah, I've booked a mani. <laughs> I did it as I was waiting downstairs. I booked a mani for, um, for later today. But, but it's, it's that sort of um, discovery tool, like when you're in new areas and, you, you know, you've got time to kill. Um, we're all so busy that we need to find, uh, that we need to, to put our beauty into our day rather than arrange our whole day around it. So I thought it, it helped. Yeah, and were there kind of other similar apps out there for beauty? Like, was is that a thing that people should think about when they're going to be launching something or should they not be scared if there's something kind of similar because you can still make a go of it as sort of your own business model? Yeah, I mean, I think so... I think you've always got to look at the competition and you don't want to join a saturated market. Uh, but at the same time, if you really understand the business and understand your USP, then then you can try and create something a little bit different. Um, for us, beauty apps did exist, but there was nothing that really curated salons and spa okay. listings. So we, like, we care. We trial and test every salon and every beauty therapist that's on. Which cool. is, so do you go to each one and like test it out and make sure that it's verified and that you want to put it on the app? So it's kind of that curation. Yes, exactly, exactly. So it's a, like such a perk. We get our nails done, which is fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah, <laughs> but it's you know we're 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 all girls at the moment, um, and we all you know we all care, we all love it, we all 
you know, analyze the latest SE polishes, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. And, and, and we, we know that girls work on personal recommendations and we're kind of doing that, but within an app. Yeah, so it's like your pocket personal like beauty concierge, as it is, in, yes. in a nutshell. Um, and what did you do before this? So what was your background before you kind of decided to set this up? Um, so it's always a really difficult question to answer because it's so random. Well, c- compared to what I'm doing now. So I was born and raised in Australia and okay. then moved here when I was 12. Went to school in, in the UK. Um, and then I started out my career uh, doing uh, political risk analysis. And so I used to focus on Somali piracy. Um, right. Okay. Yep. So good. <laughs> That's slightly different. <laughs> so different. No, so, you know, so, so it's very difficult to find a bridge. But, you know, that was always, you know, what I was interested in professionally. And I think... You know, I saw an opportunity being, you know, a woman in in London. I use all of these different apps. I used to get my nails done. And, you know, I guess I sort of saw myself as the target consumer and just thought, oh, well, you know, let's see. Let's see. See how this goes. So how did you make that jump from doing like a a job that's so different and then making, I mean, for girls who just want to make a leap and, and do their own thing. But how did you suddenly decide that you were like, right, okay, I'm going to go for it and I'm going to set it up? I mean, I think I just really believed in the uh, the idea and the opportunity, and I thought it would be really fun. I thought it would be great. I thought it would be exciting. And I just had the confidence at that point in my life to do it. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe it's slightly naive, but, you know, I just sort of... I always think, and someone said this to me once, and it sounds kind of cheesy, but, um, you know, once you jump, the net will appear... Like, so cheesy, but true. And I believe it. I believe in it. So so that's kind of what I did. So did you have any kind of like um, tech background at all? Because obviously, so yeah, girls who want to start something, but they're just not yeah. tech savvy at all, but they have a really great idea for an app. Did you have any sort of experience in tech or? So never um, professional experience. I mean, I'd done a lot of analysis on tech companies okay. for my old, for yeah. my old role. Uh, but I think I just did as much research as I could. I spoke to everyone and anyone I could, and I built up a network of trusted advisors around me who had experience in that space, who, and I just made them sort of teach me everything they knew um, and, and just took guidance, you know, on my decisions. Um, but really, I think, like, the one thing that I've learned is that you have to own, you know, you have to own all spaces. Like, as, you know, a CEO, you have to learn everything you can about tech, about finance, everything. So, um, so while I didn't know anything to begin with, now you know I sort of hope that I know something. So, apart from um, sort of the tech side, did you do sort of any market research or kind of about the sort of beauty sphere, and how did you kind of do all of that prep to, before you launched? Oh, definitely. So, I mean, so I. Pulled a bunch of different reports on the space, the market, um, beauty services in the UK. Um, and then I did, you know, I put a bunch of questionnaires together, so which I sent out just to my network and got my network to send on to their network. So got, you know, some specific sort of answers back. Um, and then spoke to everyone personally that I could. So I did these interviews myself. Uh, yeah. and Do you think was- that's really important, sort of? Get going out there and speaking to the people that you know and the sort of because you're the sort of consumer that's going to be using it so well 100 so i i sort of had this initial presumption that um you know 
that, that okay, well, I want this, so everyone probably wants yeah, this. Yeah. And then anyway, so you know, very, very, very quickly, I realized that wasn't the case. Um, you know, get you get this feedback, and then you, it's interesting. People want different things, so then you've got to kind of, you know, analyze that and figure out, okay, what's the best? You know, how do we approach this? And one example was, so I never, so I don't do at-home beauty or did, I didn't before okay, I didn't yeah and so where you get somebody sort of to come to your house and give you a manicure or like rather than going to the salon yes yeah. exactly so I never did that and I didn't really think about including it until everyone said well what about you know what about the at-home you know beauty therapist thing and now it's um like it's the most popular thing on the app so thank God. So that came. So that all came from the research and talking to yes. people and getting out there. And, yeah. yeah. So that was a good thing. Then. That was a good thing. That was a good thing. So yes, do your market research for sure. And in terms of the tech stuff, how is it different? So like launching an app, there's you have to do a lot of testing, I suppose. It's very different to launching something else in terms of like the, the tech industry. It's got to go through different processes, I suppose, than something else that you would be launching. Yes, 100%, 100%. And we have to do uh, alpha beta testing, so we place things differently on the app and okay. see how people respond to that. Um, you know, I mean, then, then, then there's all the, 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 I mean, so we've got the iOS app, the Android app, and then our whole operating system behind that. And one thing that I've learned is that, that, literally a, like a thousand things go wrong all the time and right. so you've got to okay. be so 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 reactive and you've literally got to be then ready to fix it yes and have people that you trust to fix it because you know it's like it's like when the like the internet always breaks your house and you don't know why because nothing's changed that happens on the app too yeah so you've got to be ready yes but um. hopefully no one notices because we do react very okay. quickly of course <laughs> and for girls who are interested in tech but just haven't got any experience, are there any really good um, websites or books or anything that you could recommend that are really good to sort of get your first sort of learning about tech? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I so I think it's great to read other stories of other entrepreneurs. Um, uh, so um, Sahar Hashemi, who founded um, Coffee Republic. I mean, okay. she's not in tech, but you know, I read her yeah. book and was very inspired by that. Um, then there's the Lean Startup which teaches you, you know, and basically the principles there is, you know, spend as little money as you can and, you know, um, you know, reap the, the greatest rewards in your early days. I mean, that's a really fantastic, you know, when you're starting out, because it's very easy to sort of throw money and, and just get the problem. Um, so that, and then, and then, uh, so. Are there any courses or anything um, in uh, London that? Yes, so I have found um, Virgin Startup to be really helpful. Okay, yeah. The, so that, can you explain a bit about that and how you applied for it? Because that's Richard Brunson's scheme for startups, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly. So they have backed my business, which was fantastic. And they offer, I mean, so they offer um, both loans for businesses and then also mentoring. Uh, so they connect you with one mentor who sort of has some connection to your business okay. somehow. So they, you know, help coach you. Uh, and then they offer, you know, their own courses, talks, etc., and opportunities. I mean, they sort of email me occasionally and ask me, you know, to go and speak somewhere or write something, which has just been really great, you know, from, 
for our own exposure too. And is that something that you can just find out about online or how do you apply for that? Is- um, yeah, you can just apply online. It's very, very easy. And they've got a really good support network of people who sort of get back to you and, and sort of guide you along yeah, the so process. Yeah, so as well as sort of investment, it's mentoring and giving advice as well. Yes, yes. And it's, I mean, I think it's so important to speak to so many people and get as much advice as you can in those early days because, you know, it's a whole steep learning curve. So was that quite early on in your that you got that um, sort of investment, or was it a bit sort of further down the journey? No, so that was that was initially that was very early days, uh, and then we've subsequently raised more money uh, through through angels. Um, okay, so angel invest- investors. Angel investors, yes, exactly. So, um, which is all you know, again, sort of the next sort of hurdle i mean it's exhausting there's all you know in the tech business there's you always have to raise money and it's it's exhausting but you know obviously obviously a good thing to do and um what about so girls who have a great idea for an app i know me and my friends always like oh i've got this great idea for this app i think it could be amazing um how important is it to sort of think about it how it's going to be different from other people and how it's going to work as a business so did you think was that did you come up with a business plan right from the start and be like, right, this is how we're going to turn it into a business model? Yes, definitely. And, you know, with tech companies, they tend to require quite a lot of investment because, you know, tech overheads can be high unless, you know, you're doing it with friends who are in tech. Uh, and so it's really important to to identify how your model is scalable um, and can generate income, ideally relatively easy, relatively quickly, but also in a way that, that does scale. We... You, you know, we harness the sharing economy, so kind of like your top table or like Uber. Um, okay, so how, how, how does that work? So basically, we, you know, we work with a bunch of different providers, so those are our salons. Okay. Um, and we share their spare appointments okay. um, yep. with, our, okay. with our own clients. So it's sort of promoting them to a wider network of people and taking a commission on top of that. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and um, how important with an app is the name so where did the name come from and do you think that that is like a really key thing when you're thinking of your app idea oh I think a name is really hard so Ruby for me I mean because Ruby is a beauty concierge and I always thought you know it's all about personal recommendations I thought well Ruby she's the girl you go to ask for advice on you know where to go for your nails etc it's sort of you know your advisory in in your pocket so that's kind of the feeling behind that name so it's kind of like a personal it's like making it into almost a person in your pocket yes exactly I mean I, I don't know about names I I think you know if it's a great business and people like your product then the name doesn't necessarily matter I mean I always think to Skype you know what does that mean but it yeah. works um but I think if it's your product and your brand then and you, and you like it then go for it amazing and did you have any sort of setbacks or anything along the way that didn't go quite so right, but actually you learned a really valuable lesson from it that other people could also sort of learn from? Yes. I mean, like so, so many, every day is, a, is kind of another lesson in a way. But I think the main thing that I've learned is the value of great people. Uh, do you have a, how many people do you work with? So we are currently three and almost four. Okay. Um, and, you know, I the people who I work with are absolutely fantastic. You know, I trust them implicitly. Uh, and, you know, they're all very, very bright, very hardworking and really 
you know, own the brand, you know, with sort of, it's our, it's our company and that's been wonderful. And, you know, I think that's so important. If you don't, if you feel like someone's not right, then don't work with them. It's really, really, really important because, you know, to working with great people makes, you know, every day, like, wonderful. And I suppose just to sort of sum up with all your tips, if you had sort of three takeout tips for somebody starting up on their own that are your kind of, like, lessons that you've learned or best bits of advice what would they be so number one ask everybody their advice speak to anyone you can email you know people you know email people out of the blue look at companies that you like and email the ceo be you know ask 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 because you know because people reply people are a lot nicer than you think okay don't be scared yeah don't be scared don't be scared at all um my second piece of advice would be know your business. Like you were talking about the um, the market research, it's yeah. really really important to get un, you know to get completely underneath it because you're going to have to defend your idea all the time. Uh, and if you don't know it, then then you know you'll find yourself in sticky situations. Know your stuff. Yes, know your stuff. Um, and number three is in, like enjoy it. You know, I I think there's so much opportunity for us if you know if you are starting your own business to really make it um, and create something that's fun to do and something that you know that yeah you're your own you're your own boss so you gotta you gotta get yourself up in the morning and sort of give yourself incentive and go to work so enjoy yes if you've done if you've done if you've gone out and started something or you may as well you know make it in a you know great image or of a great company that you want to work in like I look here in this ASOS office it's cool you've got a you know, a bar, a kitchen, like everyone's hanging out. I love that. <laughs> a bar. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, amazing. Great. Thank you so much for I, coming to chat to no, us. No, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. That was Venetia's Big Idea. Tune in next week to hear how other inspirational women are making their big ideas happen. And remember to subscribe on Acast, iTunes, or your favorite podcast app. Bye. Spin your passion into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com records.